How are you guys doing? Welcome over to the channel. My name is Rob and this is Tardio. This episode is sponsored by Upside. Now, you guys, if you've not subscribed to this channel, you need to because we are looking at the possibility of posting like multiple videos a day because what is going on right now over there is changing so rapidly. When we started first covering the war inside of Ukraine, it got kind of it got kind of hectic because the stuff was flowing out so quick. By the time we filmed the video, stuff was already stale. And right now there's so much flowing out. Like as I'm making this episode, we're pretty much, we're filming this thing, I'm going to say quote unquote live because as we're filming it, stuff's going to continue to come out. Now, I don't know where you want to start this thing off with. I think you got a pretty good idea. Do you want to start with the video of that guy? You know, we'll, we'll start off with the video of this guy talking about uh, what he saw specifically on Saturday morning when okay. uh, Hamas invaded Israel. <laughs> בחלו בכל מה שהיה לו דופק מבעל חיים ועד לבן אנוש הם פשוט טפחו, שרפו, קצרו עם אופנועים, טרטרונים, רדפו וצלפו ופשוט טפחו בהם כבר רכב רכב והוא פשוט עשה וידויי הריגה את ההתאכזרויות, את הדריכה על הגופות, את הוידויי ההריגה, את ההתעללויות בבנות, את ההפשטות של הגופות את הלקיחה של הגופות מפה, להתעלל בגופות של בחורות, ילדים I saw this many of times when I was doing some research for this. It's, it's pretty, um, what's the word? Uh, disturbing, very disturbing, actually, because it's, it's, they're acting worse than all the ISIS videos that we saw in the past. And we saw, I mean, I watch ISIS beheading videos. Everybody's seen that kind of stuff. You yeah, know? We, ha we haven't seen Hamas take anybody and put them in cages and let them on fire or mm -hmm. drip them into the okay. water yet. But at the same time, it is not out of the realm of possibilities for things that could come out of Hamas here in the future. Because as we speak, Israel is planning a full-on seizure of the Gaza Strip. Now, what we have seen, though, is him kill people, snatch them up, oh, yeah. parade Hamas the bodies is, around Hamas town. Hamas has done some horrendous things. And, you know, there's people that are out there saying right now, well, Israel also killed some Hamas fighters and had them on the hoods of their vehicles. Well, guess what? We did the same thing in the yeah, war on terror. Okay. It's just, what are you going to do with a dead body? After, after You know what I mean? You're going to leave them in the street? You can, but... Sometimes you end up taking them and strapping them to the hood of your vehicle and driving around. It's just war. It's what happens. We, I, right? I, but there's a, there's I a, there's a distinct. Me and you were in Afghanistan. They uh, not, we did no, that we, very we, thing. I didn't do that, but the the aren't that the ANA? I have a hundred percent done that. They, they strapped and them I have to the hood no of the shame Humvee, in my game. and they brought them to the, the town and they cut them off. Right. And they said, "Here's your guy." Right. But they also followed up with, "Don't mess with us." Yeah. I, I have a hundred percent done that in my career yeah. in order to like drag bodies around. It's it's just something that you have to do. You want to gather intel off the bodies. It's just a way that it goes down. You're not going to put them in the passenger seat and prop them up <laughs> like it's weekend at Bernie's. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like where are you going to put them? That is got to so, yeah. It's just kind of the way it goes, right? And, and in a conflict like this, where it was rapidly evolving and happening really quick, you want to gather as much intel as like humanly possible about these people and what they're doing. You take their bodies with you. You search them later. That's just the way it goes. Right. Anyways, so for all the people that are saying that Israel did the same thing Hamas did, no, they did not. It is not nearly on the same freaking level, not even remotely close. Not even close. There's videos of Hamas that are going into houses, shooting up entire families flat out, just shooting them dead for absolutely no reason. It's it's like like the man said, it's it's just incomprehensible. Like I'm not, I think it's it. I think I think I think it's good. I think Israel should take the cuffs off. I think they should just. Do what they're going to do. And some of the stuff we're going to talk about, they are really doing some, they're going to be doing some damage. Uh, Israel is officially taking the cuffs off. Like I said, they have, they have the defense minister did order a complete seize of 
Gaza. Dude. A complete seize. And they shut off all the all the water and all the electricity flowing into the Gaza Strip as well. So all of that has been cut off. And Israel has been launching strike after strike after strike on the Gaza Strip, collapsing buildings like it's nobody's business in preparation for this major ground assault that's about to take place. Dude, do you know where they're striking right now? Like right now, seven minutes ago as we were making this? Not even either one of those. Lebanon. Right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is great. The IDF you know said... Do you yeah, know why? Because they were coming across the border. So Hezbollah started yeah. fighting. Yeah, so this is Hez- wild. Hezbollah started a little bit of fighting yesterday, and they're going to be coming out of Lebanon. And Hezbollah actually said that if Israel does invade Gaza, that Hezbollah is going to launch an attack on Israel itself. So because they made that declaration, I'm sure Israel is fighting back against them because of that. Well, they uh, they can't. They started coming across the border this morning. Started taking shots and everything on that northern border with Lebanon. But right now, Israel just put out that the IDF is actually. This is wild. This is crazy. They're 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 targeting number of armed suspects who infiltrated into Israel from Lebanon and they've been killed. They're now flying helicopters and striking in areas within Lebanon right now. This was as of eight minutes ago. Now I don't blame them. If you understand the history of Israel and, and like the amount of stuff that has happened, you know what I mean. Like there was there was one point when all the nations surrounding them actually launched an attack on Israel, and so they are, in my opinion, pretty well justified in doing that. Especially if Hezbollah has already announced that they are going to attack them if they're going to invade into Gaza. I know for a fact that yesterday Hezbollah was already attacking some of the IDF that was up in the north. So it's pretty justified, in my opinion, at this point, that Israel is going to defend its citizens and defend its borders. <sighs> well, moving on, and in that same realm of, you know, uh, all these terrorist organizations getting state sponsors going in, Hamas says that the attacks on Israel were backed by Iran. So a spokesman from Hamas, uh, Ghazi Hamid, told the BBC that the militant group had received support from an, its ally, Iran, for a surprise attack on Israel, and others had helped, too. So Iran has denied this altogether. Iran saying, no, we did not back Hamas. But Israel has been accusing Iran of backing Hamas. Hamas, or I'm sorry, Israel, or blah, blah, blah. Iran itself has called for the complete and total destruction of Israel for a very long time. It's not outside the realm of possibilities. Now, at the same time that uh, Hamas claimed that they were being backed by Iran, Hamas also produced a video that's circulating on the interwebs that's showing um, them claiming that they bought munitions off of Ukraine. Can you believe that crap? No, I, it's, that one's tough. I, I would assume that's going to be more Russian disinformation. Type ah, stuff. so you Filter, say that and look over here. Down what you got. Russia seeks to frame Ukraine with trophy uh, Western weapons in Gaza. And this is coming out of Kiev. So if you go over to the Kiev Independent and search any of the Ukrainian uh, websites right now, you're going to see where the SBU and, and lots of folks have came out and said that this is BS. It's all Russian disinformation that's coming out. They're claiming that the, the rockets that Hamas got a hold of, because it was Hamas claiming specifically they bought rockets from Ukraine. They're saying that those weapons were captured and seized during the Ukraine-Russia uh, conflict and that Russia had sold those weapons to uh, Gaza, basically um, to uh, you know discredit Ukraine and to, in order for them to lose support. So Russia is continuing on with some disinformation in that, but it's also kind of smart in Russia's behalf. If, if, seriously, if they're looking at losing support, this would be a great way to do it. I mean, yeah, 100%. I, we already know we've been talking about this over... The last few months, the deteriorating support for Ukraine, the the timing of this is is and not a lot of people, tin tin hat type type people. Like I guess I can be every once in a while, but the timing of this is very interesting because you have the Ukraine war filtering or slowing down. You have 
the left is losing support significantly for the, that side of the party. Now, this is starting to spur up, and now we have Biden showing muscle, which is great. Show as much muscle as you want. I don't really care. I don't really think Biden's showing any muscle. Well, he moved right all now. those people into the in the Mediterranean. Uh, there's always a strike group in the Mediterranean. But apparently, that's that's the word that's, on the street from a bunch of Navy folks. We always have a strike group. They just finished up a. Uh, they were finishing up some sort of uh, a military simulation with I want to say it was the French. But right now, it's going to take a couple of days for them to move that strike group over in and near uh, Israel. No, I don't know how much how much NATO can stomach for this. I don't know. I don't know what what, what our appetite it is. But I can tell you right now, the French Foreign Ministry has now confirmed another one of their citizens was killed in the Hamas attacks. But I don't know because we talked about this yesterday about the amount of U.S. citizens were probably held hostage and no one really knows. But now we have confirmed there's been nine U.S. citizens that have been killed thus far in this Hamas ordeal. Yeah, and Biden Biden did come out and say that we 100% will back Israel. Like, it yes, is imperative for us to back shocking. Israel. Yeah, no, it's not shocking at all, as we should back Israel as the United States of America. So Biden's going to show his full support over there. Now, the question is, is what capabilities are actually on that naval strike group that's moving over uh, near Israel as we speak that's cruising across the Mediterranean? And when, when you talk about the, the strike group that's moving into there, so we, we know that there's also Americans being held captive inside of that strip area. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So are, they, are we going to say, you know what, kind of like a, I'm not going to say black hot down scenario, but a, um, are we going to send in people to snatch and grab these people up? And at if the same we, time, if we have to do that, we're going to have to soften up the target before we go in. That's well, what, that's if what we asking. do, it's likely going to be in conjunction with Israel and then you're likely not going to hear about it. So this is the type of thing that CAG's designed for. This is the type of stuff that SEAL Team 6 is designed for. This is the type of stuff that, uh, you know, the old CRIF, you know, out of SF units were designed for Ranger Regiment, for example. You know what I mean? Like all these folks, that's what they're there for in order to move into these uncertain areas and start taking action. But whether or not you're going to hear about it is the question. Probably won't. I hope we hear about it, actually, because that would be good just news in general just for America as a, as a whole. But you know what's not a good news is the stock market is down. And every single year I plan and I pledge to save more and more and spend less. But how are you supposed to save when you're paying inflated prices for everyday essentials like gas and groceries? You can just cut off those purchases out of your budget. But now, thanks to my 2023 money back hack, I'm going to tell you guys right now, you need to check this out. You can get cash back from Upside. Now, you want to use them. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With Upside, I get cash back on every single purchase. It's my secret weapon for staying on track with my saving goals. All you got to do is download the app. It'll be linked to the very top of the description, guys. It's very, very simple. Upside offsets inflated prices by giving you cash back on your purchases. I use it when I go and get gas. It saves me money. When I plan a trip, I, I literally can plan my route with, with where I'm going to stop and how I can make money. By purchasing gas. It's that easy, guys. I'm telling you. Do it. I, I, You know what I plan to do with my cash back, by the way? Possibly, down the road, take a trip with that money. Imagine having a free chip that was fully funded by purchasing gas and groceries. That's crazy. All you got to do is get started is download the free Upside app, use my promo code STT Podcast, and get an extra $0.25 cents back for every single gallon of your first tank of gas. That's all you got to do. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside, then pay as usual with your credit and or debit card. Follow the steps in the app and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards programs and loyalty programs, you guys can earn three times more cash back with Upside. So download the free Upside app and use my promo code STT Podcast to get an extra 25 cents back for every single gallon on your first tank of gas. That's an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas using promo code STT Podcast. Go check them out, guys. I'm going to link to the very top of the description. 
It's how the Iron Dome has also been doing some work. Have you seen Have you seen the video of that? Oh yeah, um, that's Iron Dome. So here's another thing. I was I was thinking that it could be a possibility. Do you think they're sending all these rockets in to expend the Iron Dome's ammunition to then go in even harder at it? Is it because I I know? I mean, no. I think what they did was I think they tried to overwhelm the Iron Dome with all of those rockets to yeah. inflict as much casualties as possible and make a, a very very large statement. That's what I think they sent all of those rockets in such a mass for in order to kind of overwhelm the entire system. If that makes no, I, no I, I get it. Yeah. Because once they do that, that's like their one shot because they know Israel's going to be coming after them. And now that they are, that they're they're going. So I, I don't think that they're they're trying to deplete the system. I think they know it's going to get refit just fine by pretty much all of Israel's allies. And that at this point, Israel is on a full scale freaking assault going into there. So I pulled up that video for you of uh, the Russians. Mm-hmm. Talking about this on State's TV. I haven't seen this video yet. Have you? No, I haven't watched it full through. Я постараюсь так по военному немножко, может быть, цинично. Со стороны российского офицера посмотреть на все эти события, которые есть. Если сильно не заморачиваться, чей союзник Израиль? Соединенных Штатов Америки. Чей союзник Иран и тот мусульманский мир, который вокруг него? Наш. У нас есть свои цели и задачи, которые еще бесподобно наш президент определил на Валдайском форуме. Я постараюсь так по-военному немножко, может быть, цинично. He's kind of actually staging it to where you, you would think that they have Israel is, is Israel and America and pretty much all of NATO against the Muslim world and Russia. That's pretty much how he's, he's putting it all in a a little box with that statement. And I just saw something else I just came through as we're sitting here making this that uh, I, mean, I got to pull it up because it just came through my dang phone. Uh, Israel PM tells Biden that they have to go directly into Gaza. So I don't know why they would think anything other than that. No, it's I mean, it's very clear that that's exactly what's going to happen. It's it's I I wouldn't be surprised if Israel holds on to Gaza after this. And, and keeps an ongoing presence. I, that's what I actually see happening coming out of this. So something that Israel did that I think is extremely freaking amazing. Israel, Israeli Navy commandos take a senior Hamas member captive, and they did this yesterday. They went in and they grabbed him. So this tells me like several. Th- First, let's talk about who this guy is. All right, so um, the IDF said the deputy commander of the Southern Division of the Hamas Naval Force, Mohammed Ghali, was captured uh, by Shayat 13, which is essentially the, uh, what do you want to call them? Israeli Navy SEALs, if you will. Okay, so the suspect is being held and is currently being interrogated by the defense establishment. Now, here is what's what's crazy about that is the short amount of time that I actually took him to get it. So Israel was holding on to this intelligence and, and tracking this guy's every move and just wasn't doing a dang thing about it until this happened. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they they, they randomly got this piece of intel and then went just, after him yeah. right after it. They knew exactly where this guy was at, and they were on him. And so a lot of these attacks and stuff like that that's going on, Got to understand the amount of intelligence that's being shared between the United States and Israel over all of Hamas's <laughs> movements God. and everything else. So a lot of these bombs that are falling, and we're talking like tens of thousands of pounds of bombs right now that are being dropped. And, and, but just so you guys know, this is not like us, the way we share intel with the Ukrainian military and the government over there. This is like, it's, it's going to be like straight handoff type intel because we, we are very close allies with Israel. So it's, it's not the equivalent of the same as like giving Ukraine intel. 
It's different. I, it's completely different. It's this different. Is, this is like straight up real. It's you know, here, here he is. Snatch him up and let's. Right. <laughs> like There's gonna be a real. lot of redacted information going into what what's <laughs> yeah. gonna be provided to Ukraine, specifically like methods and means on how like. Yeah, to go exactly. About they don't, they don't, like want well it is. they don't want to get because they don't want to go out. It's not, Israel, Israel's on our side. They have been forever, pretty much. And and what we have going on inside of Ukraine, you don't want that stuff to get right shifted over. But they mean to cut right. you off. I just want people to know that. No, so they 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 were actually able to go out and like capture this guy, and they've been they've been schwacking off like heads for a while here where they're just going after him and i, I personally i i i, I kind of think that goes to show a little bit of the restraint that israel has been holding on to for a while now like it's it's been going on for a while so hamas has announced they're targeting israelis international airport with 150 rockets there are two large polish military bases currently landing in the airport any rockets hitting those planes could lead to an international incident pretty wild so hamas is now directly targeting the international airport over there likely in an attempt to shut it down in order to prevent things but obviously you know the israelis military is going to have their own launching points for any of the aircraft but they're like specifically targeting the airport right now the lebanese prime minister decided he wanted to not engage in any war with uh, israel just so you guys are well aware so he said that about an, an hour and 15 minutes ago he said that and then we have about 20 minutes ago israel started shooting rockets in lebanon so i don't know I don't think the Lebanese military is going to be anything to, to deal with. No. That, really about what that. was that I saw earlier about uh, U.S. citizens inside Egypt being attacked? Oh, that, so that actually, so I've actually, I went there. I was there, I, how long ago was I there? I was there two months ago in Egypt, I think. And I was actually there. It was at the, um, it was in Alexandria. Um, they were killed at one of the sites. I was actually at one of those sites too, which is kind of crazy. So... And we all know, if you guys don't know this, uh, if you go look at a map, Egypt is touching all this. And it's pretty much, I'm not going to say it's the same person because the Egyptians are actually really nice towards Americans. But you're going to have cells, which is something I want to talk about either in this episode or a different episode. But I think here in America, we might have a little bit of more issues on our hands over the next 12 months. Did you pull it up and find it? Yeah, I did. Show them on a map, I guess. Yeah, so where's that location at? Uh, Alexandria is going to be north of Cairo. So there it is right up there. There's Cairo. Go northwest. Northwest, follow north. Oh, there, Alexandria, yeah, right there's Alexandria the water. Right there, okay, yeah. yeah. So there's Israel. Uh, there's the Gaza Strip right over in here, and that's where it's taking place. So this is an alert from the United States Embassy. The embassy is aware of reports of multiple foreign tourists killed in an attack in Alexandria, Egypt, today on October 8th, 2023. This incident may be related to ongoing hostilities in Gaza and Israel. U.S. citizens in Egypt should exercise increased security awareness and precautions. That's what I'm saying. I would, I'd be out on this. I mean, I was there when I was there a couple months ago. I was out on it in the first place. I didn't want to be involved, and in, I didn't even want to be in Egypt. Yeah, they you. Yeah, remind me too much of Iraq. Hey, but down here in the bottom right, see that little nipple that goes. So zoom in. I wanted to show you an area. I can't remember what it's called. Let's scroll down a little bit. This is a portion of Egypt. See that little point down there? What's that area right there? Yeah, what is that? This scroll one down here. Real quick. That is actually a pretty. I'm pretty sure that is a. That is one of the hot pockets of all of Egypt for terrorism. I'm pretty positive that's where it is. Because I did a little bit of research going in there because I was kind of like, uh, where do I not want to go? This whole, <laughs> in this area. I'm pretty sure that little pocket out there was, was a really bad spot. Yeah, this whole area is. Like this whole is little okay. entire area yeah. is, yeah. My wife, she was it's, very naive when we were there. And it, I was just like, where do I not want to end up on and, and truthfully, like the northern portion of Israel, like if you look at all these boulders that come in, like granted, Iraq's a little bit further away, but yeah. you have Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, all of these things <laughs> that are just like... right there. Yeah, and this God. is what we're talking about with Hezbollah coming in and, and causing issues going across. Not to mention, you got to remember that Syria has been having this ongoing conflict for the last several years now 
like over there where you just have terrorism that's just running rampant throughout the country. It's a and going around, and it really it's very is. possible that with all of this crap that's going on in Israel, that you start seeing some of these people pouring across the borders going down. Why wouldn't they join the fight as well? That's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't they? The, the, the guys that have been inside of Syria, they have no reason they to, to not do it. They have nothing going on. That's the one thing that I learned by being in Iraq and Afghanistan is there's not a lot going on for these people. And what they want to do is fight. Right. They, that's what they want to do. Their religion, it can be as peaceful as it wants to be, but there's also a very extremist side of that religion that really all they want to do is fight. And Israel is definitely in their their scope of, of things that they need to eliminate. It, it, probably the craziest thing that we haven't talked about today, like as it goes, like, that's great. More terrorists move across the border in Israel. I'm sure the IDF will take care of them. No problem. Yeah. Right. However, one of the things that's a, a huge issue that nobody's really talking about right now is that Turkey has vowed to back Palestine if the U.S. intervenes. That's a huge problem. That, is, that to me is asinine. That doesn't even make any sense. How could that even be a possibility? They're a part of NATO. What does Turkey think they're going to do against America? So Turkey has had Turkey has had a huge history of back uh, of uh, going against the Kurds in Iraq. Yeah, right. Going against them, like I I said on uh, yesterday's video, and I talked about how Turkey and ISIS were in bed with each other over in Afghanistan. They've got lots of like lots. A long history of being on the wrong side of some of these conflicts when it comes to like Muslims, Christianity, Muslims, Jews, anything of that nature. They're always on the wrong side of that. And they're going against it 100%. NATO be damned. It doesn't matter. They're always going to be on the wrong side of that as it goes out. And so if what, but specifically when we talk about that strike group that's moving in over there in the United States going in to get its own uh, citizens out, there's likely if that does happen. And the reason I said you probably won't hear about it is because of issues like this. Right. If Turkey does become aware of that information and decides to start launching some of its own people like into this conflict, it's going to become a much, much larger problem within itself. Have, have, have we talked about um, the defense minister, Israeli defense minister, talking about the complete seizure of Gaza as, as, as they're doing this? And they're going to be cutting off the water, the power, like, like everything. Oh, yeah. Have we brought that up yet? I don't yeah, know if they cut did. off. Yeah, no, no. Is Yeah, that was one of the first things we brought up, like the seize, the the seize of Gaza. The, but the they, they, yeah, it was yesterday that they cut off the water and the power. And that the uh, Hamas was basically begging for it to be turned back on. Okay, well, that's kind of goofy. But he also responded, or also stated in the same little segment, that we're fighting barbarians and we'll respond accordingly. So they, they are definitely not jacking around here. This is this is great. No, this is, is great. I'm, I'm glad Israel's actually responding the way they need to be. And here in America, people are just going, oh, God, I keep seeing it. It's really, really funny because... You see, you see these people holding up these signs, these these posters, and these big big things at, the, at these demonstrations. Say like uh, the Free uh, Palestine, Free Palestine, yeah, just the Free Palestine. But they're like queers for Palestine. I'm like, hold on one sec. Do you guys, do you guys understand? Yeah, you like, know, here's the problem with that. They don't. They, Here, you here's be here's put the problem. They have been offered five separate times over history. They have been offered five separate times to be made their own state, and every single time they have turned it down. As recently as the 2000s, they've been offered their own territory, and they continue to deny it because they hate. Israel. They hate it. Five separate times in history, they have turned it down every single time. So they have been offered their own freedom. They've been offered the, the, the chance to govern their own, their own area, and they just choose not to do it. And they choose Hamas. They choose Hezbollah. They choose all of these crazy freaking people um, that they want to side with as opposed to just govern themselves and be a free and peaceful people. That's on them. 100%. I, no, I, I understand that. I just I just thought it was very ironic here in America. Like people, like I saw yeah, no, and two sides clashing. No, and I, I say that in, in I say that to the people that are out there saying, "Hey, this is this is crap. This is oppression. This is everything else." That's what those people are failing to understand. 
that they have had multiple opportunities. And on top of that, like we had talked about, in the last half century, they have launched all of the countries around Israel have, had launched major attacks and major wars on them in order to take terrain back and in order to crush the Jews in Israel. And Israel kicked their butt and took more terrain back. But even after that, they were still offering terrain back. What I think should happen this time is I think Israel should attempt to smother them out as they pos- as much as they possibly can after no. this. No, so here's That's something that people in America out, do not. Here, here's what people in America don't understand about these Muslim extremists that exist. The only thing that they respect is show of force and might. That's what they understand. That's it. They don't understand peace deals. They don't understand anything else. They understand like full scale might. That's what they understand. That's very true. Hundred percent. That's what they get. Yeah. That's how we destroyed ISIS over in Eastern Afghanistan. When I was over there, we took zero mercy on ISIS because they don't understand that, right? Even the Taliban were able to sit down and talk with, but these yeah. like extreme, far, far extreme Muslim groups, they don't understand anything than just death. That's what that's what means the world to them, and that's what Israel is attempting to do here is just show them, look, we will play your game. You want to come in and murder our civilians? You want to come in and, and kidnap our people? You want to come in and rape our people? You want to drag bodies and parade them across the street? Cool. Now I'm going to level you. That's what they understand. That's speaking the same language. Does that make any sense? I mean, yeah, you're As like a, a, yeah. A, a friend of mine stated to me yesterday, like we all have the same hardware in our system, but they operate on a different software. And I think that is probably one of the best state statements when it comes to understanding the mentalities between the two. If you if you want to speak to them, you have to speak to them in their own terms. Their terms are violence. If you want them to understand, you are not a for, like you are a force to be reckoned with. Don't mess with us. Don't kill our people. You go in and you attack them. That's what you have to do. And that's what Israel is going to do. So kicking over to uh, one of my favorite things in the world is is sifting through portions of Twitter. So the German internet users, apparently, which if you guys haven't been following along with us over on throughout, throughout all these, the, the, the Ukrainian war, the individuals, uh, the internets, I guess you'd say, ability to track people down and to geolocate things and, and so on and so forth. When they get on something, they find it. Look, that's what I was about to show you right there. That exact thing. I don't know how you just pulled that up the exact same time I did. But they've actually found, they actually know the man who murdered the 22-year-old German lady already. The one that was in the back of the pickup truck. They've already, oh, they've wow. already, they've the already. The one you talked about yesterday. Yeah, they've already found out who it was. That's how crazy the internet is. That's that is really really crazy. They actually they're posting like pictures and all the guys' information below. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. Really? Yeah, it is pretty nuts. So that was that was like the first thing that I was actually popping up, and that's what you just saw as well. Uh, I would just say the Prime Minister Benjamin probably told the U.S. President during phone call yesterday Israel will launch an invasion of Gaza Strip because they have no choice and the Hamas has now forced them to make decision for a long and difficult war. Now, the thing that people don't may not may not realize as well, Israel and the comparison, or let's compare Israel to Ukraine when it comes to assets and ability to actually fight a long, drawn-out, an actual real war by themselves. They could actually do it if they really wanted to. Now, when you're talking about like numbers of humans, eh, Israel probably doesn't have as many as say Ukraine does. But we're talking about training. These, I mean, they, so they, they, they active personnel, 170,000 roughly. Reserve personnel, close to half a million. But now, they, all those reserves, they did just launch a massive reserve like call out. Obviously, yesterday, they but on the, the thing that, of them. 
yesterday. But but the thing you have to understand about Israel is they have all of their people serve time in the military. And like I said, they have all those different militias that are down by the border that were able to quickly react and, and go back. A lot of the people get to keep their weapons when they get out of the military for that very reason, because this is a, a nation that is constantly under the threat of attack. And so you're, you're looking at a nation full of warriors, essentially. That's crazy. And I'm sitting here looking at now footage of on the Lebanese border, their IDF is now hitting on the opposite side of that border as well. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Is, and and so, like something of note as well, like how dedicated Israel is. Israel has a completely different mindset. Israel has a mindset because they've been under attack for so long and basically shoot first, ask questions later. So all of the failures that took place in this conflict about how did we not get the intel? How did, how did our intel net like have such a huge hole that we didn't catch like that this attack was coming? They're going to figure that out later, right? Like they're not going to worry about it. It's a shoot first, ask questions later type deal because they have learned over time. If they do stuff like that, it only makes it worse. So all of that information is going to come out later. But the Israeli military, right, is so dedicated to this fight uh, my friend's uh, my friend's son is in basic training over there right now. His commander actually left and went over to like fight on the front and ended up getting killed. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. And like that's how dedicated these people are to, to dealing with that type of stuff. They're, they're not about taking a back seat and waiting on orders and waiting for stuff to go out. Like they are a shoot first, ask questions later type deal. They, they that's what they've been trained to do. That's what that's what they know to do. It is a completely different military than Ukraine. Completely and totally different. Well, we got the the EU actually just froze $728 million in funds 12 minutes ago. For who? The Palestinians' funds, I guess they had. One of those kind of like, um, what are those things called? Where they're like... um, Humanitarian aid. Yeah, humanitarian aid type funds. That's not super shocking. It's... yeah, there was a lot of people that questioned when I when I talked about like the billions of dollars that the U.S. had just agreed to release back to Iran yesterday, and they were like, "Look, that was supposed to be used for humanitarian aid." Hey, that's 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 all fine and dandy. That's what we agreed that it was going to be used for, and that you know we have some oversight that goes into that. But Iran has has basically stated that is Iranian money, so it's seized oil money, right, from the sanctions that we had on Iran. It was seized oil money that we gave back to them. Okay, to clarify it, and. Iran has flat out said that it is Iranian money and they're going to use it however the hell they want. And that humanitarian aid is a very broad and vague statement. Basically, whatever the Iranian people need is what that's going to go for. And it's supposed to go through, quote unquote, approved vendors. But there's pretty obvious that Iran's looking at washing that money in some type of way, going through the vendors, however they see fit and putting that money where they need to go. Let's say even if they did use that money wholeheartedly, however they felt like using it. Right. Or let's say they used it directly for humanitarian aid. Even if they use that money for humanitarian aid, it still frees up other money for them to put towards conflicts like this. And Iran has had a very rough history of supporting like terror. Oh, yeah. The EFPs in Iraq. Right. Mm-hmm. All of that copper came out of Iran. Uh, they had Muqtad al Sadr that they gave sanction to over in Iran. Like he had crossed into the Iranian border. Um, they, it's just conflict after conflict iran is constantly doing this crap and they they it, they deserve to get their pp slapped just as hard in my opinion well the ships have already got over to the the israeli they're already out there right now i guess they've already made it from what i could tell in this, these videos i don't know one of the u.s ships that are carrying fighter jets have already reached there they have five f-16s on it i guess good their video i'm just looking at video of it that's coming through that came 30 minutes ago i guess that happened when we started this thing good so that at least happened. I'm just watching, dude. There's so there's so many videos of my God, uh, the Islamic University in the middle of Gaza right now. Three minutes ago, absolutely getting pummeled 
Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah, they are. Pummeled. Like I said, they are dropping tens like of thousands is, of pounds pummeled. on Gaza. Why they are going to level my, Gaza? My my confusion and, and, and this okay, it's not really confusion. I guess me, I just try to think of at least somewhat rational here. But if I was, if if you were a Palestinian, okay, and you wanted you hated Israel, which we all know they do. You would probably want to like at least think twice about this because you don't have air assets like Israel does. Like you'd be like, okay, well, may, maybe maybe they just thought that there was not a, nothing. There was no going to be any like again religious ideology. Gonna, yeah, we, we religious I know we, we dealt with this before. We dealt. With, I understand this, but you would assume that maybe there might be some like, all right, hey, I only have like this like, and I I got my my AR or my AK. I've got one of these. Like I'm I'm strong and powerful, but. We don't have any air assets. I feel like there's a lot of people probably in there that just want to live in peace and be left out of this crap. But the problem is you have a terrorist organization that is running rampant in Gaza to the point where they acquired thousands of rockets and launched them all in a single day and a coordinated assault and a coordinated attack. That's what you that's 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 a number of people inside the Gaza Strip that probably don't want to deal with this, but they're being forced into it by Hamas. It's just the way it goes. They were probably unaware as well. That's how we, like, you know, that that intel net that we were talking about being cast, Hamas had to keep a very tight lip on this entire thing for that intel net not to catch this information. So it's likely that a lot of the people in Palestine weren't even aware that this was about to be going down. It's a fact. Well, we got, um, now they're also, so we know this stuff's been happening on the Lebanese border. Now the Israeli military has very large convoys moving towards the border. I have... I would assume they're not going to cross the border. Maybe they will. Maybe, maybe they're just like, you know what? We don't give, we don't care at all at this point. <laughs> we don't care at all. I'm just, I'm watching video footage of that as well. IDF just posted also the Israeli uh, defense forces have posted an actual, like, um, as you say, it. you can, you can go to their Twitter if you want. You can pull well, it up. This is, this is why I'm pulling this up so that people can see this, uh, why they're moving up. We had talked about if Israel does invade, um, if Israel does invade, that Hezbollah said that they would go in and attack. And so I'm pulling this up just to kind of bring up. I haven't used this map before. Uh, these are plots of attack, everything else. But uh, the reason they're moving up there is because they do plan on invading uh, into Gaza. And if they invade into Gaza, Hezbollah is going to attack Israel. They already stated that they're going to do it. So they're likely moving those troops up there to deal with Hezbollah before they launch the attack. Okay, so this, this is one that's going to confuse for some people. Hamas, Hezbollah. Two different things, but one and the same. It's kind of like ISIS, <laughs> the Taliban. Like they're almost all the same thing. They all have this crazy ideology. Ideology. Ideology, and they're good. They're they they may not like each other. It kind of you know the the, the relationship kind of reminds me of, you know, when you were in Afghanistan and you had one group on one side of the mountain that didn't like the other group on the other side of the mountain. They would never talk to each other. You, do you remember those? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's that's what all this kind of reminds. That's why I call it a cesspool because. They, they all speak the same language to a certain extent. I don't know if you guys realize this, but there's a lot of different language and dialects that what has to do with the, these individuals. But they all come together over the same thing. They hate the West. They hate Israel. It doesn't matter at that point. They're saying, okay, cool. We're not going to kill each other. Let's go ahead and kill these people. Right. That actually makes sense. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about they're, what, they're, the Hezbollah and the They're, they're moving up there in order that. for preparation yeah. for okay. it to go in there. And, and again, if the United States goes in and starts an attack, then we're looking at involving Turkey as well. Okay, so you want to, God, that's a, that you want to put on your tin hat there. So this is what I said at the very beginning of this episode, which might be an episode by itself. I have no idea how long we've been going on this one, but if we have, you said Hezbollah and Hamas. I think that there's terrorist cells here inside of America that are 
they're probably not related directly to those, but they will stand up and, and fight against the American. Our USA. borders have been open how long? That's that's what I, that, that's where I'm getting at here. So that's the, it's, it's a it's a very common misconception that a lot of the people that are crossing the southern border right Hispanics. now are Mexican. They're not. They're not. They're not, and they come from all over the world. Uh, they get they get kind of like shuttled in, and they get moved up a pipeline up and over and across the border. We've caught terrorists crossing the border before, but even probably more so likely than you know terrorists that have crossed the border in the United States is going to be your homegrown terrorists and those like little independent cells, the sympathizers, things like that. That's more than likely what might kick off if if we start getting involved. And sympathizers are actually pretty scary. I ain't gonna lie, them some because here, especially here in America, they're so sheltered and they have no actual understanding of what happens outside of America. So they're just like, Oh my God, America is so bad. America yeah. A lot of, so bad. a lot of people are unaware uh, when we were dealing with ISIS at like the height of like dealing with ISIS, that ISIS had started like information had been released on us military members. And ISIS was specifically looking at targeting military members inside their own homes here in the United States of America. At the same time that that was happening, there was also attacks from ISIS sympathizers that were taking place. One in particular that I remember was, I, I can't remember the name of the business, but it was over on the East, East Coast somewhere in the United States where somebody actually went in with a machete and started beheading and cutting people like to death, hacking them up. And it never made the mainstream media, none of that stuff. But that's more than likely what you're probably going to see taking place. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, synagogues and stuff like that in the United States start getting under lockdown um, in fear of some, uh, you know, attacks going. It's God only knows what could happen here in the States. Dude, I'm, now I'm looking. This is crazy. We're actually seeing some actual footage now of... of what stuff we used to see back in like in Afghanistan, like 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 right now I'm watching an Israeli age sixty four Apache helicopter. This is what I'm talking about. A thirty millimeter right now is absolutely doing some work on some Hamas militants right mm-hmm. now. That's I'm watching this yeah. video and I'm not saying it's live, clearly it's not, but they don't have that kind of stuff. And that's if 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 the Israeli <clears throat> excuse me if the Israelis are gonna have their their no cuffs on type deal. This is going to get crazy for Hamas. They're they're going to they're going to regret every decision they've ever done here. No, I saw something about uh, I want to say it was the former Israeli defense minister saying for every minute that a hostage isn't released that they're going to live in an apartment building in the Gaza Strip. Really? Yeah. Like they're not playing. They're not playing, and and they already said they're not going to negotiate. This is crazy. So uh, last yeah. thing we have for you guys is the EU is looking at holding talks tomorrow over the ongoing situation in the Gaza Strip. And the reason they're probably looking at doing that is they're going to be begging Israel. <laughs> it would not surprise me if the EU begs Israel for some restraint in this situation. And I don't think they're going to get it. A lot of the times that this ends up going down just because of the optics looking at it from the outside, from that Western perspective, is you have this 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 big formidable military force that's just hammering on these areas. And like I said, they're going to probably be calling for some restraint on Israel's behalf going into this. That's probably likely what's going to come out of this EU meeting is calling for restraint out of Israel. I would be really surprised if they said, you know what, Israel, we support you wholeheartedly. Go in there, level Gaza, take that area back under your complete and total control so this doesn't happen to you again. That's highly unlikely for them to do that. But again, with the Western media, with the Western states, what everybody fails to understand is if you're going to speak to terrorists, you have to speak to them in their own language because it's all that they do understand. Hmm. I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you guys are new, like I said, subscribe. If you guys made it this far into it, I do love you guys. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Or today, I have no idea. But thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys tomorrow.